0: It. Fucking oh Craig, you dick. <laughs> uh, ready for that big dick? Are we? Wait, no, that came out wrong. <laughs> Good morning, you beautiful spooky bitches. I hope you're safely staying home or listening to us while zooming around a supermarket as fast as you can to avoid touching the people and the things. Now let the Burrito Boys, Harrison Wilde and Jordan Shenton. Hello. There you go. <laughs> Soothe those worries away from <laughs> your mind. What are we, Jordan? We are a video game and movie and entertainment podcast many things we are and today is our spookiest episode of the month usually every third episode we investigate a spooky claymore tale and try and get to the bottom of it so mr jay dizzle would you like to know what we're going to be covering today i would very much like to know that please enlighten me please light so today we'll be investigating the philadelphia experiment okay that sounds pretty is that always sunny always sunny in the philadelphia experiment It's really horrible. There, Never go. Never go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by the way, we should probably point out we are recording away from each other. So if it's a bit disjointed, that's that's the reason why. Yeah, I'll try and edit out any of the longer silences if Discord decides to shit the bed. And also a quick apology for not having some episodes out this month. With the social distancing, it's been a little bit hard, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been ridiculous. We've tried to sort stuff previously. Uh, I think we finally got something that's working now. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully Craigbot doesn't let us down. We'll see. If this doesn't work, then fuck it. (laughs) That's it. So hit that intro, J-Man. Boop. So here we are. So we're going to stay away all the way from the quarantine chat, aren't we? Let's keep it hush hush for now. So we we don't want to talk about it. You don't want to hear about it. So we're not even going to say its name. We're going to keep it hush hush like China in the early stages. (laughs) Oh, I'm not believing that. (laughs) Our story actually begins in the early years of World War Two with naval experiments to counter German submarines. Up until this point, warships called destroyers would protect our convoys as they transported munitions and troops across the sea. Did you know about any of that? Uh, I knew tiny bits, like Mm -hmm. destroyer is a cool name for a ship. Pretty badass name for a ship. Uh, However, they weren't that good, really, because German submarines, they could turn much faster than the massive hulking destroyers. Like The Alan M. Sumner-class destroyer had a displacement of water of... 2,200 tons oh my god yeah I mean that that now is pretty tiny but back then that was like a big fucking chunker of a ship like they're fucking huge I've been on an aircraft carrier and when you stand at the bottom of it it's like standing at a building in a city like they're fucking huge that's insane well even thinking about like that amount of displacement that's still massive yeah it is yeah uh, so do you, know, do you know anything about German submarines do you know what they were called? U-boats we were called U boats, and in 1942, in just that one year, they sank over 1,000 allied ships by pummeling them with torpedoes. Oh, shit. I i nearly said tornadoes, which would have been infinitely cooler. Tornadoes <laughs> a metric fuck ton so much. All those ships dying, just think about all those semen dumped into the ocean. Goodness. Yeah, <laughs> we're just emptying semen everywhere. Where are the shark boys when you need them? Yeah, Stu would be all over that, all in that, swimming around. It's coming, isn't it. <laughs> the navy, they were all like, like, "Oh shit, fuck! We gotta make a change. We need some hip new tech." So, Jordan, I want to ask you, if you were back then, who would you turn to? Who's the hip man back in the nineteen forties with all that knowledge? So much big brain slobbing around as he walked his big swinging knowledge hog around the room. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alberticus Einsteinius. Many don't know that was his real name. Fact! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just like results may vary. Yeah, exactly. We don't know. We're just making sure. So obviously getting old Uncle Albert on the case speeds things up. And soon enough, there was a new fucking class of warship built, which was called the Destroyer Escort, which is it sounds like a Ford car. It sounds like they made a smaller one that was like a hatchback. <laughs> Yeah, just like the destroyer focus. Yeah, pretty much. And it was, it, so it was, it was smaller. It was more agile. Uh, it wasn't quite as fast overall as other destroyers, but it, it could turn much quicker. So meaning it could turn and shoot all those U-boats and turn them into U-bits. Like it was fucking, it was pretty ship to be fair. <laughs> That's sick. I, I always forget like, but... right, this is going to sound dumb. Right. But like Albert Einstein is one of those people where it's like you forget he really existed. You know what I mean? It's just like oh. a name you recognise. Yeah, because it seems so long ago when you see pictures of him in black and white. You think, oh, it was fucking. He's like old time history. But you you don't when you see pictures of him in colour, you realise it's not actually that long ago. Like the well, 19- no, no, he died in nineteen ninety five. Really? Yeah. Ninety five? Are you sure? Well, I'm I'm on Google right now. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was born in uh, 18, 19, 1879 and died in 19, 1955. Oh shit! No way! I never knew that. That's did fun. I did I say nineteen ninety five by mistake? What did you mean to say? Uh, nineteen fifty five. Yeah. Oh, there's some big thunder outside. Are you alright? <laughs> You're gonna get struck by lightning? Yeah, it's like real big, big thunder. <laughs> oh damn! There's nothing around here. I think it's the it's the ship. I think it's the the Philadelphia experiment. <laughs> it's the ghost of the ship. The funny thing is, something in this episode happens on Easter as well. So, oh, what are you doing? Either that wasn't—I'd already written this episode like months ago, so it, it, I didn't plan for it to be released on Easter. So this is kind of cool. Oh, sweet! I like it. Don't die, please. I miss you. Yeah, just like it like a thunder strike on the recording, and then just like <laughs> <laughs> just your shoes are left smoking. Yeah. You wouldn't notice my shoes. You just hear like, unless you could hear the laces flapping about. I don't know. <laughs> Wang jangling about. This man over here, wang jangling. Uh so Jordan, I want you to give me some conspiracy sounds, please. Okay. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> you just make it up as you go. So... Do, 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 do do Yeah, this isn't the spooky bit. Right. <laughs> right. And you're probably thinking Einstein wasn't known for his boat building. <laughs> what kind of sentence is that? That was a completely viable <laughs> sentence. The name <laughs> It's a bible. It's, it's just not a sentence I ever thought I'd hear in my life. Ooh, yeah. Like yeah, Einstein wasn't known known for his fucking shipbuilding ability. No, you're probably right. Yeah, I like to think he did it like on his own. Like I imagine him shirt off, fucking slacks and big work boots and a big wrench, and he's just like <laughs> <"Ugh>, uh, <laughs> just hench as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> doing it himself. It really sped up production. Man's a machine. Straight up there, twisting nuts, wangling my man- what? <laughs> I don't know, wangling your jangles again. So what was he really doing? What do you think? That was uh, what the conspiracy sound was supposed to be. Right Ooh. there. <laughs> oh, thank you. So some say he was designing new torpedoes. Some say he was working on a new kind of sea mine using giant demon crabs, but maybe he was working on something much more advanced. Well, my son, we have a witness, a man called Carlos Miguel Allende. And he claimed that the Navy were using Einstein and allowing him to work on his unified field theory, at the time, which was incomplete, but he was using it for the purpose to use Einstein's theory in practice to bend light and render a ship invisible to radar. Oh, really? So, wait, so, bending light? Yeah. That's not how radars work, though, is it? Radars send out pings, like, a bat? Well, they alternate, well, sorry, they bend infrared light away okay I see so that's the way that stealth bombers as far as I'm aware that's what they do anyway the material um, it's doesn't it's just count. like plated in something that bounces the signal disperses it or something yeah it disperses it around it as opposed to pinging it back for the radar device to pick up when it comes back right So let's bring in another player to the board, like Monopoly. So he's going to be the shoe. Carlos can be the dog for Barking Secrets, I guess. And ahead of them, both sitting on that valuable Mayfair Square, would be the ship piece, which is perfect. And Einstein is going to be the little top hat because he's a fancy science man, okay? (laughs) Yep. So this new player takes in the form of Morris K. Jessup. He was an astronomer and science fiction writer who had been in contact with, this is in quotes, someone aboard the SS Andrew Fioriseth, which was a neighboring ship in the harbor where the new destroyer escort cannon class warship with the number DE 173 was moored. As we what said, was the guy's name? Uh, Ma- uh, Morris K. Jessup. The, no, the other guy, the newer guy. Uh, Carlos Miguel Allende. There, there was another one, like Fioriseth. Uh, Andrew ship. Fioriseth, that's the ship. That Oh, sorry. Right. That's full on a Final Fantasy character. I'm not having that. Sure, <laughs> well, this is a gaming podcast, you know, Yeah, That's where we can. Uh, so that was just, it was a neighboring ship that was moored with this new destroyer escort where they were building them. Uh, this was in the Philadelphia shipyard. Uh, As we said, this new destroyer escort were much smaller, but there was one particular one mounted with its cannons that lay ominously waiting, and across its ship hull read the USS Eldridge. Have you heard of that ship before? Uh, No, but Eldridge is like cosmic horror-y shit, isn't it? Which ties in really nicely, actually, Uh, which is a nice little strange tie-in that wasn't planned, but I don't know if maybe that's where the word came from. I don't actually know the... The origin of that word, if I'm honest. That's um thingy, isn't it? H.P. Lovecraft. It is, yeah. Yeah, because he always puts this eldritch horror, doesn't he? He always uses that word. It's too horrible to describe. And it's like, well, you're the author. It's kind of your fucking job. should be re-describing that, really. You should be writing. (laughs) Yeah. Not being funny, mate, but I've paid money for this. I lost my pencil and my pen, and I couldn't describe it. (laughs) Yeah, it was beyond description. Well, at least give it a fucking go. It was lumpy. There you go. (laughs) Wang jangly. covered in eyes, which is pretty much everything in the Lovecraft thing. Yeah, pretty much. You're actually gonna need a pen and a pen or a pencil and a piece of paper at some point. So I'd recommend grabbing hold of that. Oh I mean, actually you could probably type it as soon as you're at a computer if that's easier for you. Uh, I'll I'll get a notepad document up, shall I? Uh, yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm ready then. I'm I'm ready. Yeah, I'll spring it on you like, get ready to write and you go like, uh ah! <laughs> just like, oh man, I've got a loud keyboard too. Real furious typing. So for reasons I cannot fathom or find, Morris Jessup began receiving letters from Carlos Allende. I did find one letter from Allende stating, You asked me to drop you a card asking I write to you at once. So perhaps Jessup had actually written to Carlos first, but this is something I can't seem to confirm. I can't seem to find how he got his information. So the link between these two guys is already kind of strange. But from what I can find, uh, Allende actually had written 50 letters to Jessup regarding what he had witnessed being done to the, uh, the USS Eldritch while he was aboard the Liberty-class ship, the SS Andrew Fiorosa. At one point, he had even signed off the letter with his serial number, uh, Z416753. Uh, Sold that He was a robot. Was a robot. I will come back to that <laughs> later on. Maybe write his serial number down, actually. Let's do Go that. z four one six. Seven five three. Uh, so four one Z four one six seven five three. That's right. Right. Uh, bear with me one sec. Something's come loose from my mic. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. One of the bands on the shockproof Sorry. thing. Uh, yep. There we go. That's that's fixed. So yep. So I've got that written down. Harrison it's Zulu four one six seven five three. Felt so official when you called it Zulu. I really like that. Yeah, I've got to know the phonetic alphabet because oh, well, reasons. Yeah, it's it's difficult when someone comes out with you know, can you spell that for me? And they say Q for cucumber. <laughs> has that actually happened? Yeah, that has actually happened. Yes. Did you correct? Well, no, <laughs> I was like, I, I just like, I'm just going to put me on hold for a second. And just turn to my mate, like fucking Dave. <laughs> Wait, am I, I- going insane? I imagine being like, I'm just going to put you on hold for a second. You don't press the button, you just hear. (laughs) (laughs) Shit like that happens all the time. Either that or it's incredibly ridiculous. Just like like F for uh, fuck, I don't know. I was like, well, that works. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So at one point, He seemed to even claim that he had met and worked with Albert Einstein uh, while he implemented his unified field theory, trying to work out how the four fundamental forces interact and affect the world around us. And again, the weird thing is, there does seem to be documents to state that Einstein was there at the time. And I did manage to find these documents. And I will send them to you. I will put them on our Instagram as well. If anyone wants to take a look, you can actually see the dates that he was stationed there for some reason. Unknown to us. Uh, so, do you know what the four fundamental forces are? Go on. No? So, we are going to get a little bit of here, so get your hats on, we're going to breathe through this physics as fast as I can, just because it kind of makes a bit of sense. So, gravity, we all know gravity. Gravity is the attraction between objects that have mass or energy. Weirdly, it's the most apparent and common force, but it's also been the most elusive to explain and I would love to do a big bang episode at some point if that'd interest people I don't know if it interests you Jordan about maybe the way the universe was created yeah science is science is cool kids so cool we could learn the stuff so gravity was obviously as most people know proposed by Isaac Newton when observing apples falling from a tree but it didn't fall on his head as most people think uh, Albert Einstein then suggested through his theory of general relativity that gravity is not an attraction or a force bringing things together like magnetism, but it's actually the consequence of space uh, time bending. So, space time being like a fabric sheet, you've probably seen that on those science diagrams when it's got like the planet on a net and it's like dipping down. You yeah. See, you know, so, it's like things fall into the gravity well and they're running around. Like, do you remember those little coin things that you put in? And I was like, thinking about that yesterday. Yes. yes what a gravity well is and everything just spins but stuff gets locked in because it has its own gravity so it doesn't keep falling um gravity's reach is weird though so even though it reaches throughout the entire universe holding like fucking galaxies together solar systems collected and planets like around stars did you ever think it really odd that this huge force can be nullified really easily and do you know how go on don't you think it's weird that you can pick stuff up off the ground i guess but then you are just take it if if there was like I'm guessing if you were closer to the center of the Earth, hmm, would it then have a stronger field to it so you wouldn't be able to pick something up? Not necessarily, no. I mean, it's it's weird that this big, like, great force that binds parts of the universe together can be completely nullified by noodle-like appendages hanging from your shoulders. Well, yeah, it's still got weight to it. Yeah, it's still got weight, but think about when you drop something and it falls, whether it's a bowling ball or whatever it is, The force that that falls, you shouldn't then be able to pick it up if it was a strong force. And the same goes for planets that are in orbit around things. If gravity was that strong, stuff shouldn't be able to be knocked out. Um, That's like saying you can't pick up. If you pick up a feather, you can still pick up a bowling ball. It's still heavy, but it's like it's still you can do that. That it's like a magnet. Like you can pull a magnet away from something. I know it's different if it's gravity well as opposed to you know attraction, but you can still do it. You can, yeah, yeah, because that's, that's one of the other forces. Which and you're not, would... you're not nullifying it, you're like prolonging it.
1: Does well, that yeah. make sense?
0: You're giving it resistance, aren't you? I just think it's strange that a small muscle in a human's body can counteract it for as long as they can hold it. It Cause... is weird, yeah. It's one of those things that you just don't think about. No, no, and it's, it's weird because gravity is actually the weakest of the four fundamental forces, even weaker than the next force, which is called the weak force. <laughs> that's really... weak source weak source made this weak force uh so that one is defined as the weak nuclear interaction and it's responsible for like particle decay so it's like a, a timeable decay that you can monitor for the change of one type of uh, subatomic particle into another one so i'm not going to get into bosons charged particles protons neutrons and all that bullshit uh it's pretty lengthy i right, thank you Austin have lost in power <laughs> But it's essentially why scientists can carbon date things so that they can see that it's changing. So if this is the weak force, then there must be a fucking strong force. Am I right? Right. So the next one's called the strong force. And this is another nuclear force. And it's the strongest of all four. Uh, How strong? It's about 6,000 trillion, trillion, trillion times stronger than the force of gravity. That is 3,000. 39 zeros after that little six and that is one immensely immense number that's how strong this is so like the weak force, the strong force acts on subatomic particles when they're extremely close to each other, so weirdly uh, the the force they emit or cause is weakest the closer they get which is a strange phenomenon about the strong force, then it it reaches maximum strength when they're furthest apart so it's pretty complex, I'm not going to go into massive, it's like Essentially, the massless charged bosons called gluons transmit a force between the quarks that keep them stuck together. I, I'm not going to get into this, but here's me getting into this. Yeah, that's, that's like the, the the most basic thing. Like I, I think about like um, an elastic band that's fully stretched out as far as it'll go, and then so it has a lot of potential energy when it's really far apart, and then when, as it comes together, the elastic becomes slack and is less energy. So that's like the most basic way I could think about analogizing it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And the protons like r- repel each other like a magnet does. Um, but for the strong force, the strong force is strong enough. I'm saying strong so many times here that the repulsion between them keeps them locked into an atomic nucleus. So it like keeps them at the same point. And then the right. final four forces is just magnetism, which is called the Lorentz force. Uh, and pretty much everyone knows about that. Um, like our, our, earth has a core that spins creating a magnet that gives all these big fields and all crazy Magnets, shit. Dude. How do Mag- they work? Magnets, bitch. That's science. <laughs> <laughs> So the next part of Einstein's theory that dear old Carlos Miguel Allende is alluding to is fusing these force theories and extrapolating them that they're actually all part of one big force and how it affects uh, different objects. Be them tiny subatomic scales or quantum mechanical relevant processes or right up to macroscopic world of solar systems and galaxies. And this is something that scientists have been struggling with for a while, even to to today. Uh, Some even think there's a fifth force caused by the currently theoretical, and you're ready for this. The dark photon, which just sounds fucking sick. If fucking I have, nerd. I'm mean, have dark light. That just sounds cool. It does. I didn't mean, have a torch that you flicked on it, which was just like, boom, and it was just darkness. That'd be so fucking cool. It wouldn't be pretty good. It'd be practically fucking useless. Other than when you've got glow-in-the-dark things and you want to see if it works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's a bit bright outside today. Better turn my dark light on. Yeah, exactly. Or, you, you know, if you... If you're driving, the sun gets in your eye, you just aim at your own face and... boom. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, just, it'd just be black. You won't be able to see anything. I' ah, just, like, crash the car straight away. <laughs> I've got an idea. Seven dead. Seven dead in car crash with dark light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sounds like a fucking really low-budget horror film. It does, yeah. It does. Oh, shit. Uh, it's me outside. Um, okay, so. Any questions before I hit you with the weirdest part of today's spooky? uh what's your favorite kind of aubergine uh the ones that aren't the purple ones the green ones all oh, right sweet okay that's it next next okay so the time <laughs> the time was here in july 1943 in the philadelphia naval yard the experiment was set to go forward the uss eldritch was now afloat in the harbor crewed by a skeleton crew who prepared themselves to act be <laughs> it's a ghost ship ah skeletons <laughs> I actually <laughs> imagine that, like the spooky, scary kind <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. All putting all the bolts on. Yeah, so the scientists and the officers get themselves all settled on the piers to observe from a safe distance and activated their radar equipment to monitor the ship's progress. And there it was, that little reassuring blip every few moments. Another ship, the SS Andrew Fiorita, had drawn in close to observe and a young man called Carl Meredith Allen was sat watching aboard. The generators ramped up slowly with a humming sound, and the water rippled across the USS Eldridge as the hum grew into a sizzling roar, electricity coursing through the ship's generator. The scientists monitored from the pier, their radar still blipping as the signal hit the great grey hull of the ship. The sound became so loud, the water was roiling around it, and as they did, it threw a spray up to the air, the water droplets causing a greenish mist as it dissipated in the heat. All of a the sudden, there was a blinding, a blue a flash. The radar stopped. As the mist settled, the Eldritch hadn't just disappeared from radar. It was gone. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, damn, J-Man. Einstein be hitting us with that big spooky science. <laughs> fuck, that's weird. Is that like, there's something in the Half-Life? Uh, oh, really? Yeah, the ship. Like, there's something, I think it's the something Borealis. <laughs> the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> Wait, I see it. Uh, it's something. <laughs> no, no. Oh. It's something. I think it's something like that. But yeah, it just disappeared in uh, in Half Life or Portal or something. Right. I bet it's inspired by this. It m- most definitely is. I love. Is it? What's it called? Is it not Rapture Science? What are they called in Portal? Rapture Science. Aperture Science. Sorry, that's it. I fucking love them, and I love uh, Cave Johnson. <laughs> Cave Johnson is great. If no one's heard Cave Johnson. Here's a sound clip for you. All right, I've been thinking. When life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Make life take the lemons back. Get mad. I don't want your damn lemons. What am I supposed to do with these? Demand to see life's manager. Make life rue the day. It thought it could give Cave Johnson lemons. Do you know who I am? I'm the man who's going to burn your house down with the lemons. I'm going to get my engineers to invent a combustible lemon that burns your house down. (laughs) There you go. Enjoyed that? I love the one about the lemons. (laughs) Everything's lemons. It's great. Lemons. So I do have a quote from Carl Meredith Allen uh, regarding... <laughs> the- oh, shit, that ship just disappeared. What the fuck? Just, <laughs> and just put that uh, Okay, so, uh, Jordan, if you just turn behind you and flip that switch to add some old-timey tone to my voice. All right, one sec. One sec. My hands are sweaty. <laughs> one sec. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Okay, it seems to be working. So this is what he said. I actually shoved my hand... Up to the elbow into the unique force field. As well, that- sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I fisted the ship. <laughs> it's just not the wording I thought I'd use. This is from the 1940s, all right. It's all. I, I was elbow deep. Was elbow deep. This is like at the time when there was that like Captain America comic, and he hit a guy with a shield, and it said "wank." Have you seen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have. Have you seen that there was uh, an episode of? superman Well, they had pink kryptonite and it turned him gay no yeah that's a thing google it i will look that up please i'll add that to our search histories you're just there just like give me a minute and then like you just go <laughs> yeah just go on i'm afraid i can't come back from that right let's uh let's carry on with the uh the weird fisting quote so <laughs> he said he put his arm up to the elbow into this unique force field, and as that field flowed, surging powerfully in a counterclockwise direction around the little experimental navy ship, the DE-173, I felt the push of that force field against the solidness of my arm, and my hand outstretched into its humming, pushing, propelling flow. I watched the air all around the ship turn slightly, ever so slightly darker than all of the other air, and I saw after a few minutes a foggy green mist like a thin cloud this must have been a mist of atomic particles. I watched as thereafter the D173 became rapidly invisible to the human eyes. In trying to describe the sounds that the force field made as it circled around the D173 uh, it, sorry, that's a statement, not his voice uh, it began as a humming sound, quickly built up to a humming, whispering sound, and then increasingly to a strong, sizzling buzz, like a rushing torrent. The field had a sheet of pure electricity as it flowed. The flow was strong enough to almost knock me completely off balance, and had my entire body been within that field, the flow would have most absolutely certainly knocked me flat onto my own ship's deck. As it was, my entire body was not within the force when it reached maximum strength or density. I, I was not knocked down, but my arm and hand had only pushed backward against the field's flow. Uh, The Naval ONR, which is the Office of Naval Research Scientists, uh, today do not yet understand what took place that day. They say the field was reversed. Scientific history, I later came to realise, was made for the first time that day. Weird. shit. Yeah, so this is like quite a... It's quite a bold claim to state that that happened. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's like... uh, why is this not why have i not heard of this but then again cover ups and shit there's a lot of weird shit especially from that area of the us as well we, we will get into that later on of what actually happened in that area because there's a lot of other experiments that happened there which were proved like people died at these experiments like, this was all well not all of it some of it was real we don't know which bits were and which bits weren't uh i do have a statement from the next part which is a short statement he said uh what did I observe next? I looked at the thin air where the one uh, where once the ship had lain, and I could see from the hull impression in the ocean the impression of the weight of the entire ship from the bottom of the hull. So this impression, this weight was causing an impression to be pushed in, still in the water, yet down in the water as the D sailed along, quite invisible. Not visible to the human eye, I repeat, human eye, but there, was, there it was, it sailed along, making that impression. It's Yeah, so I I think, I don't know which is weirder, that it's actually gone, or if that is still leaving that indent in the water. That must have looked fucking crazy. So was it just the ship was invisible then? Well, that's the strangeness, because other people stated that the ship was actually gone altogether. Because if it's leaving the impressions in the water and is travelling, then why is the water being moved and displaced? Exactly. So this is... Someone's chatting wham! He's chatting, wham, boy. So, as we said, Einstein was on the test ship, the D-168, which was the USS <laughs> Euroset. So he was actually on the ship uh, with Carl Allen. That seems to be that he was actually there. Uh, Einstein and his team were using the Navy for the research, they said, and using uh, wound coils on a beam generator. It Apparently, his work was based on the work of Tesla at the time. Uh, they oh, one. Were- some kind of utilization of magnetic field related to Einstein's tunnel propulsion system. Allegedly. So, so Einstein was on the ship. You said. He was. Yeah. It seems that he was invited <laughs> to work on the project. It, it makes me, it makes me think of, you know, Willy Wonka when he gets all the kids and the parents steamboat thing. Oh yeah. And it starts showing him all horrible shit. And Willy Wonka's just laughing. Yeah. He's, and he's just having a whale of a time. I'd imagine everyone's freaking out on the boat and Albert Einstein's just <laughs> <laughs> Fucking losers! <laughs> this bitches. <is. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So this was the point where I was tempted to split the episode, but we'll actually burn through that first bit real fast. So I think we'll carry on to the next bit cool. and then maybe split it later on. Give me a scream through the vape. <sighs> ah! <laughs> Einstein shouted as the sh- was made invisible. <laughs> Uh, Right. So it seems like Einstein was, he'd been invited to work on the project for it. But it also seems that he was using the Navy's funding and equipment to further what he could to research relativity and space time. So it seems like he was funneling for his own things. So I wonder if maybe he had actually worked on this to try and find his own propulsion system instead of making something just invisible to radar. Maybe Einstein was in on it the whole time. He was just in it for his own... Yeah, maybe he was just like, I'm an old man. just like, I'm going to do... What are they going to do? So what happened next? I hear you screaming. What happened? Hey, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) The shipyard was silent for a few agonizing moments. Scientists around the harbor murmured to each other as they received no signal from the ship, while other sailors stood in awe. Then all of a sudden, there was a flash, and the ship did return. The strangest thing here, however, before the ship returned to its mooring, it had been spotted momentarily in the naval yard in Norfolk, Virginia, over 250 miles south of the naval yard in Philadelphia. It is reported to have appeared there for a few moments, only to blink out of existence and return to its original position. Oh, so they invented teleportation. Seems like it. And what met the scientists and the officers awaiting the ship's return was pure horror. This is where it gets all a bit nasty, j Oh, really? Yeah, so from what I've read, many of the crew stationed aboard the ship were missing. Uh, some were, and I quote, Some men were mangled and broken. Some were fused to parts of the ship, the steel itself binded to their flesh, and some men had parts of the machines through their actual bodies, like they'd reappeared halfway through the walls of the craft. Oh, shit. Like the bit in Titanfall. Titanfall oh, 2. Yeah and yeah, then you go through the ceiling. Yeah, exactly, exactly like that. I love yeah. how no matter what happens, I can always find relevance in a video game. The game that's good. It's keeping on brand. Wanky. Exactly. <laughs> when it came back, this is what they were met with, which is fucking horrible. According to one of the sailors' families and his other fellow sailors, at one point he just walked through a wall and was never seen again he just completely fucking disappeared. Some of the men were simply frozen in place like they were walking in a waking coma, stood in place, unable to move. This was dubbed being stuck in the green, which was probably due to the green light that they'd seen flash, and they just remained there, never to recover. In 1944, there was even a case months later, and this was reported in a newspaper uh, by patrons of the bar and the hostesses and the waitresses, that a collection of sailors were sat drinking silently. When an argument suddenly broke out among them. It turned violent, and midway through the fight the men simply dissolved into the air and were never seen again. Fuck, really. Yeah, that, that's that's fucking weird. Okay. I don't care who you is, that's fucking weird. <laughs> the house just clicked. Yeah, exactly. And then snapped, Yeah. They didn't even pay their bill. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. That guy likes six beers! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well, fifty percent of the bar tab's gone. Damn it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I find that pretty strange that it seems to like carry on later on at a later date. Like whatever happened if some of these people survived and managed to get off the ship maybe it was still affecting them like it had glitched them somehow. Like I'm trying to think if there was, that was in something else I'm sure it was. Wasn't it Futurama where they glitched time? I think there's one in Rick and Morty. Yeah. Where they, they fuck up time and have to wear those collars. That's right, yeah. And it has to bring the the uh the splits in the universe back together, doesn't it? Exactly, yeah. And there's the... uh. Key and Peel are the nutsack aliens. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's such a good episode. That's a really good one. It really is. Yeah. It's good. You, you mess with time. You mess with time. What do you do? I think Albert Einstein's there as well. He's in that episode. There you go. It's fucking confirmed. They, they, they beat him up. Yeah. Yeah. And he's do. like, don't mess with time. And he's like, I will mess with time. Yeah. That, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's confirmed it for us. Einstein was messing with time. Uh, would you like to know anything else about these sailors? Was Einstein on the ship then? So, was he alright? He wasn't on the Eldritch. Oh, sorry, no, he was on the other one, observing. Yeah, with uh, Carl Allen. Yes. Um, (laughs) They were like, are you getting on the ship? He's like, fuck no. Oh, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Do I look like some some kind of fucking idiot? (laughs) I'm Einstein, don't you know? (laughs) (laughs) You know, people on podcasts in the future, they'll be talking about me probably in a stupid voice <laughs> they'll think this is what Einstein sounds like and and I'll be like well because it's crazy accent <laughs> crazy business all right so let me get on to the next bit <laughs> let's get back to the grossness men allegedly screamed for help to be cut free uh from what I read in letters sent from Carlos Allende to Jessup and apparently many of the men did not recover at all uh he claimed that even some men jumped up overboard from the ship and were just never seen again they never even hit the water they just simply fizzled out whether they were like evaporated by the energy of the ship or god knows maybe they were just like stuck in a time loop constantly falling but yeah it's uh it's it's a creepy thing there is actually photographs of this as well i think i did save these so i might be able to send them to you please do i need some nightmares and more alcohol remind me to buy more alcohol (laughs) more alcohol jordan you need it I've got some uh, mead downstairs that my dad got. Oh mm-hmm. nice. I I have bought I have bought enough alcohol for two weeks three times this week. You need to be careful, J-Man. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. To be fair, no, you're completely right. There isn't much to do. All I've been doing is playing games constantly. Yeah, I've just I'm, my PC's still in for repair. It's still there. It's still in repair. Okay. So I've, I have I bought a new guitar. So oh, that's okay. good. Uh, You've seen it. It's white and gold and sexy. So sexy, bro. It's actually a nice guitar. It's ridiculous. We'll put a photo up. Yeah, man. Right, coming over right now is pictures of sailors and the picture of Einstein's timesheet that I managed to find. I've been clocking in on the Furious Uh, Okay. So... Okay, the first one... Eh. It's fused from the... What looks like the... Upper waist. Uh, sorry, upper. <laughs> high Down. He's he's phased in from the dick down. Dick down. <laughs> Want to see my battleship? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, I don't, I'm more ship than man now. Oh, yeah, pretty much. The I I don't know. Like they they all seem a bit too conveniently placed. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, they, they might not be real. That's all. These these are just the the pictures that I found uh, irrelevant to them. Uh, sorry, that were relevant to them. There was another one that I was trying to find. That I thought I downloaded, but I mustn't have got that one. Uh, Those are Einstein's timesheets. Yes, you got Einstein's timesheet from clocking in from working on the fluoresce. So he was there, ladies and gentlemen. Why would they need Einstein to clock in? <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I'll be famous with podcasts one day. I'm here to work on invisibility. I mean, radar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to work on what I fucking want to. I'll bend space time all I want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the general's like, Einstein, would you please stop bending space time? And he's just like, stuff flying around his coffee cups and his breakfast plate. Smiling. <laughs> no! He's <laughs> just like freaking out. No, I wonder if all the people that were on the ship he stationed in there on purpose, because they were all wankers to him. Maybe, yeah. It's like i okay. will fucking make fun of my fucking accent. <laughs> Go check out this ship; it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Why does he sound like a Hitler? I don't know that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was intentional. They're both Austrian, aren't they? Uh, I th- I think so. I think he's um actually German. I thought he was Austrian. He is. One second. Da, da, da. He was born in Ulm in Germany. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe he just worked in Austria. I'm sure he. Maybe out. that's like, that's like saying yeah they're both Austrians fucking all Schwarzeneggers yeah basically they're all the same person <laughs> they're all the same person I'm, fucking... uh, oh, <laughs> no I'm sure it'll be fine I I made my China joke it's all good yeah well yeah. yeah jump on the ship yeah it will be it'll be wonderful wonderful you'll fucking love it <laughs> you'll fucking love it so do you want to know some of the culminations of what happened to uh alan carl allen okay yeah said after this tremendous explosion my hair came out in bunches and i observed the same result in other deck crew members around me Uh, i watched it i saw it observed its birth growth action and reaction upon the vehicle to watch this superfield being applied i smelled it uh, my mouth tasted the ozone odour of it, and my ears heard the sizzling hum of its surrounding electrical envelope. Uh, ozone's really poisonous to humans as well, isn't it? Yeah, Concentrated yeah, ozone. Not... I wonder if that's what maybe made his hair come out, or some form yeah, that of or radiation. Radi- yeah, yeah, because you would get radiation, I guess, from that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, would yeah. it affect you instantly, though? Uh, it, this was later on, so his hair didn't come out right away. Oh, sorry, I thought he- you meant right away, yeah. Yeah, so days later when he was showering, he said it came out in his comb, the actual full thing says. Um, So, the other person I did bring up previously was the guy called um, Jessup, do you remember him? Yes. So he was the writer, he was an educated man, however he was also a believer in UFOs and he had published published books on them. Uh, I'm not going to omit that detail as it may be important for the kinds of interests that he held. So... He's obviously more biased to believe in unusual circumstances, being that he believes in UFOs. Right. I just wanted to make sure that we have that clear, so I'm not like people go, well, he did believe in UFOs, so he might have been bullshitting. I believe in UFOs. Really? I thought you'd be way too sceptical for that. No, no. Well, no. I believe that there's definitely alien life out there. So by that extension, there has to be UFOs somewhere. I don't know if we've seen them. The universe is way too big for there not to be aliens. Definitely. Some of the things that were seen from that the Bob Lazar episode we did, I do he's he's too credible. He had a lot of the stuff that he'd written. I mean he's not okay. though. Well no, because <laughs> he is and then it was definitely fucking covered up. It was. The the stuff that he, it, it is like coincidental and it makes you think. But I, yeah. I think it's a bit credible's a very strong word. Okay. Not not credible then. Let's say that it is very I don't want to say coincidental, but that the the government lied, saying that he never worked at the places where he worked, that he never went to the universities where he worked, where he studied. Even though in newspapers that are published, you can see his name saying that he worked at these universities, studied at these places, and then he even described the door mechanisms inside the research base ten years prior, and then it was proved that it had these bone scanning mechanisms. I mean, when was that proved though? That was recently. Ah, I don't know. If it's a black site, I doubt they'll just be like, yeah, sure, have a look at our bone scanners. Well, no, he said that when the way to get into some of the labs was that you had to scan your hand and it measured the bones inside your fingers. And then everyone in like the 80s was like, that ain't going to happen. And then now the uh, whoever it was, it's, it's not the Navy, it was at the Air Force who run Area 51 isn't it? Yeah, uh, they were like, "Oh yeah, we use these hand scanning things that measure your bones and your fingers," and then we're like, "Uh, did we just say that?" <laughs> oh fuck! All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got me. Yeah, that's very strange. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So it, it lends a little bit of credibility to that because even if it's not aliens, even if it's just some kind of research craft that uses the element <laughs> one fifteen bend gravity to make it move or whatever, it's all linked with this kind of thing. Yeah, that's Especially fair. So, as we said. Jessup, he was a lover of UFOs. He did have a failed book and a, and a pretty unsearching future, which did leave his uh, wife to leave him at one point. Uh, and he did end up researching the USS Eldridge. So this is when he started receiving letters from Carlos Allende, as we mentioned before. So his research continued into the Philadelphia experiment. And so did his correspondence with uh, Carlos. And some of the letters do survive in photo form, which you can read online. I did download those, but I couldn't find them just then when I was looking because I I changed a lot of stuff on my computer to make space. Um, so <clears throat> 10 years had passed by that point, like a dream, like custard, like a really fast cat. He was just... <laughs> nothing else came of the... <laughs> that, was, <laughs> yeah, that was just an analogy I could think of just saying. Um Yes, yeah, so nothing ever else came of the Philadelphia experiment. It sort of dissolved like the ship did into history, and it was just never really spoken about again. However, years later... Arriving on the desk of the ONR, the Office of Naval Research, uh, a Manila envelope arrived in the post, and across its front read "Happy Easter." Ooh, Again, yeah! Thank you for the spooky sounds, which is weird. And like I said, this wasn't as planned to be re- to record and release today, which is kind of cool. But inside the envelope was the USS Eldridge. The entire thing? A ship? No, it wasn't. It was uh, inside the envelope was a book titled. UFO, the case for the unidentified flying object by the writer MK Jessup. Also weird that the first part of his name is just like MK Ultra. i just like to say MK Ultra Jessup. Everything's lining up, man. It's all coming together. (laughs) That's a bit of a leap, but I'll let you have it. Red twine and my bulletin board. I'm ready to start stringing stuff together. I'm ready, okay? String that shit. That bitch. Anyway, back to the book. So inside the book was something pretty strange. In the margin of many of the pages, uh, lay handwritten notes. Now, these were all scrolled in what seemed to be three different sets of handwriting. Like three people had sat around discussing the book and its contents. Uh, Some have said, strangely, that one of the handwriting is almost looks inhuman. So it's almost like, some people have said it's like an alien learning to write in our language and annotating parts about the UFO while talking to two other people about it. So. The ONR passed the book up to the seniors and up to the seniors, and eventually one of the read through it, and he noticed something pretty strange. The notes mentioned some pretty unusual stuff. So it mentioned aliens, it mentioned UFOs, obviously, it mentioned faster than light propulsion, but then they noticed something that started to connect. They started to mention invisibility, they mentioned Einstein, and then they mentioned the SS Eldridge. Right. So the ONR made a call to Jessup, being that he was the writer of the book. They obviously presumed that he was the person making these notes. Like, why would he make these notes in the margin and then send it right to the Office of Naval Research? That seems like quite a risky thing to do, if you ask me. Um, So Jessup answered the phone and he said, I didn't send the book. And then days later, he received the book sent directly from the ONR weirdly though i couldn't find out how they had his address it's it's the gov- it's their government basically isn't it so back then i guess they sort of just knew where everyone was yeah it may it, well if you're being hired to work for a government authority yeah they'll, they'll probably keep tabs on you for a while if you have government secrets secrets i was never uh, working for the government Is he was just a writer didn't you say he was involved in it though in some way he was there he had received these letters at this point but didn't he was mentioned previously, though, wasn't he? That he was there yes, watching what was going on with the Eldritch. No, no, that was uh, Carl Allen. Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah. He was one of the sailors on the ship. Okay. Um, and this guy is just a writer who started receiving letters from someone called, uh, called Allende, Carlos Miguel Allende, uh, saying about what had happened on the ship. So... He looked over the book and read through the scrawled notes, absorbing all they mentioned. And I mean, after all, he was writing books on UFOs. So he, they, these notes were mentioning pretty interesting stuff that he would find endearing towards it. And at the mention of the Eldritch, he thought about the letters that he had received months before from Allende. And he retrieved one of the letters and contemplated reaching out again. But that was when he noticed something pretty strange. The handwriting of the letter matched one of the writers in the book. So he reached back to ONR and claimed to know the writer and then told them his name. The next night, he rang a friend and claimed to have some new important information regarding the Philadelphia experiment, something that would change people's minds on its validity. It's not known if he contacted Allende again, as the trail went dry for me there, I couldn't find any more. But the information that he claimed would never be released. The next day, he was found dead in his car. Oh shit. A pi- yeah, a pipe was found inserted into the car with the engine still running and the autopsy stated an apparent suicide using carbon monoxide inhalation. Hmm. Mm, that sounds fishy to me. Now that seems pretty weird personally, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh it always seems to be that there's these instances where some kind of truth is going to come out and then it's just like, oh, they end up dead and something never comes. I never out. understand why like people do that shit. Where they're just like, yeah. I'm going to release these documents. And then fucking they die. It's like, just release the documents. Just do it. Yeah, don't, no. Just do it. Yeah, yeah, don't fucking tease the people that have been murdering people for years for shit like this. <laughs> it's like pulling on a lion's tail. Yeah. Like, I'm going to release the documents and I'm dead. Right. Maybe they think it's safer doing it that way. You know, like they'll get some kind of uh, safety if a lot of people know that, like, the news or something. I mean, like, I guess they thought that they died, and then they presume that the government had killed them. But it's like, it, obviously, we're talking about it now, but at the time, how many people would he have made aware? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I don't. Know. I, I guess his social circle. I presume his wife, and that's why she left him, and whoever this friend was. But I couldn't find anything about the friend, so I have no idea who that was. Uh, and what's weird is here is this is. Like, how does this connect? How do these people connect? I'd imagine you're um, going to tell me. I'm, I'm hoping so. <laughs> uh, years later, a man would come forward spouting information about Jessup, about Einstein, about the Eldritch. And his name was Carl Meredith Allen. Right. Sailor from the ship. Now, grab your pen or your notepad, J-Man, <clears throat> whatever you need. Yep. So, type out... Carl Meredith Allen for me. How's Meredith spelled? M-E-R-E-D-E-F. D-E-F. Yeah.
1: (laughs) A-L-A-N.
0: Yeah, A-L-L-E-N. All right. You're telling me to type names that have multiple spellings. Uh, Is it Carl with a C or with a K? With a C. So Carl Meredith Allen. Okay, cool. Add a D to Allen for me on the end. Yep. Now add an S to Carl. And now add an E and a D where you just added, and then squeeze a tiny little O between the L and the S. Right, in Carl. <laughs> right. <laughs> slow the fuck down. Good <laughs> so, what have you got so, so far? So, I've got Carl with an S at the end, and yep. Alan with a D at the end. Okay, so now add an E after the D. At the end of Alan? Yep. Yeah. Add an O between the, the L and the S. Okay. Now, delete Erideth and leave the M. Okay. Oh, shit. And then put Igel after the M. Okay. Oh, my God. What does it say? Carlos Miguel Allende. Al. All, whatever. Allende. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, remember, I said before that we'd come <laughs> back to Carlos. Yeah. And his serial number on the letter. So the serial number you wrote down before was Z416753, if I am correct. Yes. Okay. So now I'm going to send you something on your Discord chat for you to just take a look at. Okay. Some more information that I found regarding these people. All right. One second. On the first one, if you click on that, there'll be a little red arrow next to the name, Kyle Meredith Allen. Can you read out his serial number for his military? Uh, Z4... Sorry, Zulu 416175. And can you see the ship that you served on in the bottom left? Uh, The Andrew... Is that Fursuth? Furoseth. Sorry, I'm reading it on (laughs) like a tiny screen. Furoseth. Yep. I'd like to point out the next to that, it just says ordinary seaman. And the next one down, Yeah. uh, the next tip sent you. This comes from the United States uh, Department of Commerce. And this is a seaman certification and identification card. As you can see, that is uh, Carl Meredith Allen joining the Navy. Okay. So that gives a bit of credibility to me. That guy was actually aboard that ship. Okay. Real does it matches? It doesn't match a Carlos because there was never Carlos serving in the Navy at that time. But it definitely fucking matches this guy. So he was serving from the 14th of October 1943 till the 18th of January 1944, as well as the confirmation of identification statement. So from the Navy that says he was in the Navy from the 20th of August 1943. So he was aboard the ship. However, he had changed his name from the one he used in the Navy forms when he was that young sailor. And he changed his name to uh, Carlos Miguel Allende. Uh, Now, the strange thing is about this. Years later, a man called Captain Sidney Sherby, who was also one of the, I think he was one of the active lieutenants at the time. He was one of the high ups on the ships surrounding it. He actually released a book. Later on, which was Jessup's book, including the notes that Carl had added into it. Right. Why would you do that? Because you want to die? Like, that's just fucking crazy. Like, that is adding more credibility to it. And, like, this is where it gets, like, completely batshit crazy now. Like, you may have thought it was crazy before, but now it's going to get crazier, okay? Yeah. In the 1980s, someone actually made a movie about this. And after seeing the movie, another man stepped forward. His name was Alfred Bylick, and he claimed to have been on the USS Eldritch himself when the Philadelphia experiment took place. He had kept quiet about the experiment for 40 years, but once he had seen the film, he had presumed that it was now okay to talk about it. Now, I did watch the trailer, and I think we should watch the movie ourselves, Jordan. Okay, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Fucking insane. At one point, the voiceover in the trailer actually goes, they opened a portal in time. It stayed open. Oh, God. <laughs> No, like, and then the the army just shoots a missile through it. Oh, of course they <laughs> fucking do. What was they supposed to do? All they fucking did was nuke the people in 1943. Oh, this sounds fucking dumb as shit. <laughs> it's like, it, uh it sounds like a, do you know, like machete, the Danny yeah, Trejo films. It, it, yeah, it literally feels like that. It feels exactly the same. Uh, And Alfred uh, Bialik, whatever the fuck his name is, he claimed that when the ship disappeared, he and his brother dove um, overboard, fearing for their lives. So these could have been the people that Carl Allen saw who were jumping overboard if this happened. And they expected to hit the cold, salty brine below. But instead, they were shocked to find that they drifted through a cloud of mist until they passed out. And then the two of them awoke to find themselves in a hospital covered in radiation burns. And when he got the attention of one of the nurses, he asked How long have we been out? What day is it? He was told it was the year 2137. Oh, right. So he went on to say that he had visited the 28th century and that cities were ruled by computer systems. He'd even traveled as far as 6037. He was obviously just like jumping in a thousand year increments. And I personally feel that's too much to be jumping. Like, what if everything's fucked in that amount of time and you can't get back? I mean, it's not like he's choosing to go back though, is it? It's like... I feel like he's just jumping forwards and backwards. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Hopefully I'll just stop at one place. What, like he can't control it? Like he's just fucking bungee jumping through time? Yeah, well, <laughs> obviously he couldn't control it. He's just like, yeah, well, he's not just, He's not fucking suddenly gained the ability to time travel, has he? The way it was written was like he, he actually could. Like he decided he could visit different places. Oh, right. Well, may, maybe he can. Yeah. Well, like how far would you jump in time if you could go? Uh... F- I don't know. I feel like I'd want to. Uh, I feel like I'd want to like go back in time a bit. But go back in time. Well, that's the thing. Apparently, if you wanted to go back to like medieval English vomit, it just smelled like shit. <laughs> yeah, everything, real shit. And also, the thing is, you've got to remember that when you jump in in time, you've also got to jump in space as well. Because, like, you might be a little caught off guard if the planet's on the other side of the fucking sun because you didn't take into account that the planet's in orbit and you're like, oh shit, and you're just in space. You gotta fucking lock that shit in and fucking energize Oh, Christ, I, n- I never even considered that. Yeah, because the planet moves. So, if you could just, even if you moved 10 hours into the future, the sun's gonna, uh, the earth's gonna have moved. So, you're just gonna fucking appear in space. That is a very good point. Yeah, and that's why you need Einstein on this shit because he deals in space time. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, you can travel back. Uh, maybe I don't know how. How often does it? Is it that the planet ends up in the exact same place? Never. That's uh, be three. Well, no, through space like a corkscrew, aren't we? Yeah, we are actually. Yeah, you'd have to put in forward motion as well because we're spiraling. Yeah, and the universe is expanding, so you the the Earth is never in the same place. No. No. So you'd already have to take that into account that space is moving. I watched an amazing channel called SEA, just like C last night, about the expansion of the universe, and holy shit, it blew my mind. Well, that, that guy's chatting wham then, isn't he? Because it, there's no way. He can't just jump back and forward. There's no way. You're chatting shit, mate. <laughs> You're chatting absolute bollocks. 60-37, you, you haven't been 6 minutes 37 into the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking lying, son. Not having right, that. Bitch. Nurses straight out, slaps him on his radiation burn. Yeah, you fucking Chinese right. burns him. Yeah, just like, twist his face. <laughs> 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 Wait, you allowed to say Chinese burn now? I'm, I'm out of I'm out of the loop. As long as I didn't say Corona burn, I think it's fine. Ooh. Which is also sunburn, that's all I'm saying. Oh, that's a very good point, yeah. It's all about perspective. <laughs> I, I think, personally, Bilek is... A fucking crazy guy jumping in and cashing in personally i think he especially because he went on to write two books on the subject yeah i feel like There's, there's actually interviews with him out now on youtube you can go and watch i did watch a few he is still alive today go check him out and see what you think um now like i said at the time there were some pretty weird experiments going on in the philadelphia naval base uh, in the shipyards, uh, including the base for atomic weapons and submarines. Uh, there was even one in 1943, which caused a huge accident when a pipe needing to be cleared uh, exploded as it contained steam and uranium hexafluoride, and it covered men in hydrochloric acid, two of which died within the hour and many more were injured. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, could that be the experiment that Carl Allen was sort of alluding to? Because ionizing rela- uh, radiation high enough power it will cause like a bluey green glow in the air you know like um godzilla's breath when he does that like blue fire. oh that's so cool that's ionizing radiation it's like it it, it irradiates the air and it like makes it glow if you actually looked at that by the way you would pretty much be dead isn't that what the chernobyl stuff was when you could see above it yeah that's right yeah right yeah uh so (laughs) in that film when godzilla does that Technically, everyone in the surrounding area should just die. <laughs> well, isn't I love the bit in the the remake, the first remake of Godzilla, the one with yeah. I can't remember who's in it. Brian Cranston. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, it's where yeah, it's. I, I enjoyed it. It's where he just like opens fucking that monster's mouth and just vomits into it. Yeah, fire in his mouth. It's fucking it's like, great. <laughs> just like, it throws up into his mouth. It's great. I'm like, yeah, Godzilla. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. This is my new fetish, apparently. I shouldn't be aroused by that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone else is too. Ah. So, I mean, on, on the notes of the Philadelphia Experiment, that's all that is written. And I think that's all we're ever going to know. Maybe. And that, yeah. my dear is the Philadelphia Experiment. I mean... It's it's pretty interesting. It's been linked with a lot of other instances, like regarding propulsion. Those Tac spaceships that were spotted off the coast well over thought that. Well, I say TikTok. TikTok. It's been re- yeah. It's, Einstein created that. He was like, "Hey, make some six-second videos." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my dad is obsessed with TikTok, and it's fucking driving me <laughs> insane. <laughs> he just doesn't <laughs> stop. It's killing me. It's just like Vine, isn't it? Exactly. But I couldn't deal with that either. No, it's, it's kind of... It's not I watched it's it- not so much that it's his fault or anything. Like, fair enough. If that's how you watch me, it's just like, I can't. Yeah, that's fair enough. I, I've watched a few on there. I did make us an account on there, but it's... Yeah, I've put a few things on, but I don't do all the fucking dancing shit. Do it. It's just more... Dance, dance you lanky podcast. bitch. I will. I'd like a fucking spider on a hot plate. <laughs> a spider on a hot plate. plate. Yeah. I, d- I don't exactly. dance unless I'm incredib- incredibly drunk incredibly so like everything this week pretty much yeah i guess yeah if anyone wants to pay for me to get drunk that's fair enough you can send it in (laughs) send it in yeah just tell me what you want me to dance to and send me some alcohol (laughs) yeah that's great we'll record it that'll be really good we'll do it (laughs) uh, live stream yeah let's do this shit if anyone wants to fucking just drop us an email exactly uh speaking of live streams I do just want to announce on the podcast that we are now officially Twitch affiliates. Yeah. Mainly Harrison. Well, <laughs> yeah, you could get there as well if you want. When my PC start is back, I will. I promise. I was going to previously, but I was moving house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you're all settled a bit now. Once you get your PC sorted, we could do like an alternate thing like I do Tuesdays, you do Thursdays, or something like that. We can do yeah, whatever. I'd be happy to do it. I'm the, I'm the better gamer. So people will tune in to hear you chat shit <laughs> and watch me game. <laughs> Okay, whatever. I let my brother play, I just chat shit. <laughs> so you don't even do a majority. You're just the, you're just the face. I'm just the face of it. No, no, I I do play a lot of it. It's only when we're playing like Zelda and stuff we take turns on that. Because my brother's a big fan of Zelda. No, they fair play enough. Play all the shooters. It's mainly me. So yeah, I, I I think regarding the Philadelphia experiment, what do you think? Do you think it happened? Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Do you think the strange shit over there opened a big hole in time and it stayed open? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's like the, the Stephen King universe. Yeah. Like, with all uh, uh, One talk, MK Ultra. It's all over there. I think it's the least probable, spooky we've talked about. Oh, do you reckon? really? Yeah okay like because fair enough like there's there's notes and stuff like that, Like, Albert Einstein was there and shit but I don't know the, the idea of something being teleported somewhere else it's just like it's just so far-fetched you know what I mean yeah yeah no you've got to think like all these things are either progressed by war or uh, capitalism and teleportation if there was something they could work on like Nearly 80 years ago now. Yeah. I reckon we would have been dealing with it more often. Like, you know, there'd be more stories about it. Oh, what, like holes in space time and all that. Yeah, stuff? definitely. There'd, there'd be something, you know. Like, there's no way that the US government, as fucking batshit as they are, would let that go. You never know. They cover corporate- up a lot of shit. I think since they killed Harambe, I mean, that's just what's caused 2020. I can't believe they killed Harambe. Those bastards that's like it's been the catalyst for the past whatever it was four years to just go right down the shitter. yeah i know it's ridiculous but what yeah. what have you been doing with your time uh indoors harrison time i have been playing so many games like all the fucking games that i have we have swapped uh, roles apparently yeah uh yeah that's literally all i've been doing i've just been i feel like i've been doing something else oh i've been cleaning yeah i've also taken that role from like fucking blitzed my house of everything nice point where i'm gonna like repaint refill all the windows and the double glazing it's gonna be great can't wait <laughs> that's cool man i've been i've bought a new guitar like i said i've i've finished all of the uncharted games apart from lost uh lost legacy okay uh i need to buy that one and i bought days gone as well which is actually all right Weep. Oh, yeah. I've been playing a uh, near automata. That's something I've been playing. Apparently, that's really good. Very, very good. Yeah. I'm, I'm really surprised at quite how enjoyable it is. It really changed. Is this some weep shit? Weep shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I made a meme. You guys will know if you've seen that. But yeah, there you go. Uh, should we go and talk about games on our next episode and read out for, well, let's do the, it's time for send your spookies. We can do that on the next episode as well if you like. Yeah. That's great. Let's end this here. Thank you guys for listening. And again, I'm sorry about the delay. We hope you enjoyed this little spooky jaunt. Apologies. It's, uh, it's been a weird couple of weeks. But honestly, yeah. feel free. If, if you want to contact either of us, feel free to just find us on Twitter, on Facebook, whatever. Uh, we'll definitely have a chat with you. Obviously. Yeah. Don't... Shit's a bit fucked at the minute, but we're about it is if you want to talk to us or anything like that, feel free. We're always about, We'd l- we actually, <clears throat> pardon me. We actually love <laughs> hearing from you guys. Like it, make, it makes makes my day any time I hear f- of you. So do it. Nice to chat to everyone, isn't it? Like it's it's nice to see the love that we're getting on uh, Twitter as well. Like people seem to actually be missing us, which is kind of nice. Oh, it's insane. You didn't, I've, the, I've had like four people now be like, "Where's the new episode?" Yeah, you fucking bastard! Give us a new episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've had like a bunch of people. I, oh yeah. So sorry, Liana, for not yeah. Liana's gonna send me something I need to read, apparently. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> like a like a what what did I say? Oh she she asked me, she was like, when's the new episode? I was like, I don't know. If you want to send me something, I'll read it for you, like Patreon stuff. Right, okay. <laughs> so I was like, Are you just gonna send me like a full on fucking bedtime story or something? She was like, We'll see. Let's see. Yeah. It's gonna be a horrible bedtime story about knowing those guys. No, knowing me reading it as well. I can't read. Yeah, yeah. I can't read. <laughs> Which head over to the YouTube channel and you can see our new trailer that we put up. Yes. We made a video with, with thanks to Lauren from uh, Wider Focus Productions. It's fucking so much fun to record, wasn't it? It was an insane amount of fun. That was the old house as well, the old It was. We made a trailer for a, a recording place that we're not even recording anymore. No, exactly. We're going to have to do a new one. <laughs> right, let's end it there, dude. Right. Thank you guys for listening. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much guys. We'll see you Next, soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.